this morning from WFCC. Okay. All right, we're glad you joined us today. And in just a few moments, we're going to have the morning news and the weather. But right now, we have breaking news for our man on the street. Take it away, Jesse. I mean, Greg. Thank you, Wendell. What a glorious day it is to be alive and here at Freedom. We're out here amongst the crowd, a very excited uh, crowd we are, are uh, amongst out here, some good uh, God-loving people. And we're going to talk to a few of them here in just a moment. What are you thankful for today? Uh, I'm thankful for Jesus' sacrifice. Outstanding. I tell you what, I've never seen such an exciting crowd as we, as we yeah. move through here. You can, you can just feel the thankfulness, feel the thankfulness. Sir, what, what are you thankful for today? My family. Outstanding. Let's, let's get across here and see what we can find. It, it, it transcends generations, <laughs> the thankfulness does. I'm thankful for my Lord and Savior, and I'm thankful for the family he has given me. I'm very blessed. I'm, I feel blessed just to be a part of your family, Miss <laughs> Granny Hammond. Let's, let's move on up here. You want to. Sir, what are you thankful for today? My family. Outstanding. I'm thankful most of all for God's love because if we didn't have God's love, we wouldn't have Jesus, we wouldn't have family, we wouldn't have church. Think of all the things we'd miss. God bless you. God bless you. Well, let's see this young man right here. This is a fine young man right here. I know he's thankful. Sir, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for my family. God bless you. Well, that's, you, can, you can feel the thankfulness in this room. Um, I'm going I'm to be here all day, uh, so we, feel free to come back at any time. Back to you, Wendell. <laughs> all right. A little different way to start our service this morning, but it's important. You know, it says in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for your life. Give. Wendell, excuse me. Can we send the kids downstairs? <laughs> no. Yeah, okay. you can. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, kids. <laughs> Forgot all about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Avery. <laughs> Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for your life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know, sometimes the circumstances in our life are not always that good. Sometimes the circumstances in our life are just downright bad. But you know, we are to look for something good. In, in everything that's taken place. I tried to come up with a couple of stories here this morning. And the first one that came to my mind, suppose you're outside walking in the yard, summertime, barefooted. And you accidentally step in something your dog left there. Now, the first thing that goes through your mind is, well, we won't go there, Okay. But there is something to be thankful for. He didn't do it on the living room carpet. Right? I, I read a story about a girl by the name of Susan. Susan was out 
She could very easily have been in Buffalo, New York this weekend. She was out shoveling snow. And she stopped for just a second shoveling snow. And, and the neighbor next door who was also out said, Susan, why isn't your husband out here helping you? And she said, well, it's like this. Somebody had to stay in the house with the kids. So we decided we would draw straws. And he said, oh, I'm sorry for your bad luck. And she said, no, I won. <laughs> I'm going to have to explain that to some of these young kids sitting down here. <laughs> Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for your life in Christ Jesus. Give thanks. Giving thanks to God for his son and for the others which are in your life. Several times as Greg went through the audience today, how many times do we say I'm thankful for my family? Well, I have three simple thoughts today on Thanksgiving. Very simple uh, that I think that we can take these and take them home with us. First of all, we have it so good, don't we? We have it so good. You know, as I was thinking about that, I, I, I was thinking about growing up and, and how my life has changed through the years and how good I really have it now. Some of you have been through it, and there's nobody here, though, that has been through the Depression uh, you're not that old, okay, as much as I want to tell you. But, you know, those people that went through the Depression know what hard times really were. You know, when we cleaned out Aline's little room off to the side on the carport, I bet we found a thousand bread sacks. She didn't throw anything away because she said, I might need that sometime. But then we look and we say, you know, what we have now and what we didn't have, there's a big difference in all of that. You know, I think back over my life and, and I think about, you know, my dad preaching and uh, some of the church dad preached at, they had a prayer that they, they offered all the time. God will keep him poor, you keep him humble. <laughs> and that was true. Uh, I, I remember that in Elkins, West Virginia, Dad made $111 a week. $111 a week. The house payment was $117 a month. He had a car payment. He had utilities on the house. And I don't know how we, how we made it. I remember we were poor. You know, this week I was with Cindy and we went to Lexington and I bought a new pair of shoes. But I remember a pair of shoes I had in Elkins that they had to staple together to keep the soles on. Just think of how good we have it now. What you have now compared to what you had when you were growing up. We have it so good. It says in 1 Timothy 6, 17, command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. You know, we are rich. We are rich. The average in yearly income for those in Haiti are between four and $500 a year. 
Those people live from one meal to the next. You know, I know people in this world that make that a day. We have it so good. God has been so very good to us. But I think we take it for granted sometimes. Sometimes we feel like we deserve it. Like we deserve it. And that's why we have to be very, very careful to not enjoy it too much. That's point number two. It says there, command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant nor to put their, their hope in wealth, which is uncertain, but to put their hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. God richly has provided us with everything for our enjoyment. Sometimes it's too much. And sometimes we take what God has given us totally for granted. And we don't give him the praise he richly deserves. You know, I've had people say to me before, I just love, I love being outside and seeing God's creation. And I've said to people, well, where were you Sunday? And they said, well, we were hunting. I was out enjoying God's creation. We were camping. I was down on the lake. I was hiking the trails. I was just enjoying God's creation. And that's okay. But many times in situations like that, we focus on the gifts and not the giver. Yes, it's from God. But let's not forget him. We, we get doing all these things. And we forget the giver. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. We need to start expressing our thanks. It seems like we express it so very little. A little boy about six years old was invited to have lunch at a friend's house. And, and so they all came into the house when mom said, lunch is ready. And everybody came running in the house and everybody sat around the table and, and, and uh, the food was set on the table and everybody just immediately dove in. And the little boy said, aren't you going to thank the Lord for this food? No, no. We, we don't take time for that. The boy was silent for just a second, and he said, I've got a, I've got a dog like that at home who dives right in. You know, we express our gratitude so little. How much good food have we consumed and not given thanks for it. How many things have we enjoyed in life without ever saying, thank you, Lord? It says in Mark 
uh, me, 2 Timothy uh, 3, it says this. But mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money. Beautiful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. Terrible times. People will be ungrateful, unholy. I think those words go together. How many blessings, and I think this is where I'm going with this today, how many blessings have we taken for granted? How many blessings have we taken for granted? How many times have we failed to acknowledge the Father for what he's given us? Remember a prayer that was offered 1972, 1973. Still remember it. It was a prayer that was offered by my youth minister at Pix Mill Christian Church in Frankfurt. Marcy Allen was her name. She, I think she lives in Casey County. But Marcy offered a prayer in which I will never forget. One of the reasons I'll never forget it, because it shocked me to begin with. I mean, really shocked me, because I'd never heard anything like it. And her words were this. Daddy, I thank you. Now, I don't remember the rest of the prayer, but I do remember the opening. Daddy, I thank you. I'd never heard anything like that before. Some people will say, well, she wasn't being, wasn't honoring God's name. But the more I thought about it, this came to mind. No, she was honoring the relationship. The relationship she had with her father. You know when I am the most honored says to me, Amen. I'm most honored. Hey, Dad. We express our love and our respect when we talk to him in a personal way. There are so many times, little things in life that, that add up to a lot. And we take them for granted. A millionaire, selfish as all get out, wouldn't even leave a tip on the table for those who, who waited on him. I mean, we're talking about Scrooge made over. He was shocked New Year's Day when his accountant committed suicide. The note that that accountant left was simply this. In the 30 years that I have worked for you, I never one time had a word of encouragement. And I'm fed up. 
I hope we never find ourselves in that situation. But every day expressing our gratitude for what has been done for us in our lives. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. A woman was led into the private office of Abraham Lincoln. She walked across the, the floor to his private desk and she took a basket and put it on his desk and it was a covered basket, couldn't see in it. And President Lincoln looked up and said, Ma'am, what can I do for you today? And she said, President Lincoln, I don't want anything for myself, and I don't want anything for anyone else. I just heard that you like cookies, and so I brought you a basket full. We need to bring our basket full of cookies, don't we? Cookies to God. And that's the praise in which we give. Without asking anything in return. How many times do we offer a prayer to God and before it's ended, we're Prayer where it's just thank you. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my pair of shoes. Thank you. You see, we need to bring our cookies. Need to bring our cookies and leave them at his feet. We got to get it right. We got to get it right. We're living in a world that is so self absorbed that we're missing what's really important. We have it so good, right? I mean, think about it. Don't we have it good compared to what we used to have? Uh, uh, you know, it's true. I look out here and I know how some of you lived and how God has blessed you through life. We have it so good and we enjoy it so much, don't we? We do enjoy it. But we often express it so little. So, so, so my gist of my sermon this morning is simply this. And I'm finished early. Let's start expressing a little bit more thanks. For the little things in life. You know, the other day, I, I did a job. Um, for Lisa, I'm going to use, that's okay, she's, she's okay with it. Dropped a load of gravel at her, at yeah, whatever your name is. <laughs> Madison's house. Oh, and it was awful. 
So Lisa said, do you have a box blade that you come over? And I said, no, but I've got the bucket on the tractor. So I went over and smoothed out the gravel. And she said, what owe you? And I said, just say thank you. Just say thank you. And I've done that with several of you. There needs to be within all of our lives that spirit of thank you. Thank you. Not only to each other, but to the one who saves us and makes us whole and completes us. This verse just popped into my mind, mind and leads us in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Right? Do I hear an amen? amen? Okay. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. They're going to kill me over there in the, in the, in the um, Family Life Center for being done so early. But I've said all I want to say. Let's just experience an attitude of thanksgiving. Or as I heard said one time, thanks living. Okay? Thanks living. That defines our life. Let's pray together. Dear Lord, I just thank you. You are my Father, and I praise your name. Dear Lord, there is one thing I do th ask today, is that you would develop a spirit of thanksgiving in all of our lives. We love you, and we praise your name. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen.